What's new with you, Dylan? Well, today I ate a lot of pasta. Ooh. I put a lot of cheese on it, which, as you know, it's uh, not our, a good idea. our listeners might know. Some, uh, some, some, some would know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dylan has a uh, an unnatural fear and hatred of cows, which is what lactose intolerance means, is, is what I'm led to be told, which is what people <laughs> tell me is what it means. I don't understand why you hate cows. No, I love cows. Really? Then yeah. what is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's utterly unfathomable. I'm working on it. I'm just gonna take this away from you. <laughs> just no, no more microphone for Dylan. I'm gonna, oh. I'll finish the rest of this interview. Oh, come on. No, no, no. Go, go, go out there. Go out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah just leave. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, kids. So yeah, we got Petey Brody in the, sh- in the studio today, and we're gonna bring him in. Dylan, after Dylan's done having a good cry, we'll bring him in. And uh, but I want to take a moment to tell you that this show is brought to us by our sponsors. The great people at the Original Music School of Morristown, shaping young minds for years and years. they got fantastic teachers teaching kids age 6 to 600. All ages welcome, all ages encouraged. So go to, the, go to OriginalMusicSchool.com or call 973-998-8977 and tell Dylan that you know, he, he should feel, you know, the joke wasn't that bad. Tell him, tell him I said I'm sorry. And here we go. Here comes the show. Can I come back yet? Yeah, you're good. All right. All right. Get Brody. It's it's really it's really been really cool because I've had some some people you know about my age you know I wouldn't say younger than me but about my age but but they're just starting out they're they're where I was at when I was twenty one mm-hmm. twenty two just starting to get their feet under them and you know they're sort of looking to me as a nice feeling what, what right to do. it's it, it's re- it's really cool it's really nice so it, it's and it's cool to pass that torch on yeah and then hopefully oh, they'll sure. pass that on you know when they yeah. when they get a few years in they'll pass it on to the people who are you know where they were at and it's just you got to keep it that's keep kinda, it going that, that's how we're going to keep this scene alive it's really it's really the only way we're going to do it because down. the radio is not helping us no nothing <laughs> everything is <laughs> against us you know there's there, there's no record sales anymore there's no it's all it's, a, it's all it, become really. this grassroots thing that we have to do it ourselves, or and, it's not going to get done. That's one thing I learned in in Austin. That's okay, and you can do it. Oh, for sure. And it was such an affirmation to have people say, like, you know, here's an avenue you can take. You know, re- record the record, yeah, print the record, go on the road and sell it, make money well, that it's, way. It's funny because there's cause ways to used, do this. It used to be that bands went on tour to finance the next album. Right. And now bands go on tour to pay for the last album. Right. <laughs> it's a shift. Right. It's a, it's you been, sort of there's been to... a drastic shift. But, like, no one's trusting radio radio play anymore because it's just it's nonsense. You know, because it's, it's crazy because, like, Paul McCartney tours and they just play a bunch of Beatles songs. I got to, on the I got record. to see him this year, which is really cool. But like it's it's crazy like like they're not they're like like they won't play the new stuff off his new record. Right. To promote his new tour. <laughs> and he and like and he even like he like last night he was he was playing a show and he had this really he had this weird moment because like he like he was doing a bunch of stuff from the Beatles and from Wings and all the cell phones were uh-huh. up and everyone's recording. And then he plays his own stuff and nobody's and all listening. the phones disappeared. And he, and he, he looked out at, Yeah, he looked out at the crowd and he's like, it's like a black hole just opened up in the crowd. He's all the I, I it's like it was like looking out at the at the, at all the stars and the he constellations. Goes, he goes, Me and the band know what you like because when we play the new songs you all sit down. Yeah. But we don't care. <laughs> I just like it's so unfair. And I guess if you've made so it like that, you, you, you don't unfair. need to care. It's so fucking unfair that like that a guy like Paul McCartney mm-hmm. who has really been like the prophet. The dude is seventy seven and torn like a madman. And yet still killing still. it. Still killing it. Vegan, by the way. And, and still killing it. Nobody gives a shit about the new songs. I'm like, are you really don't want to hear the new Paul McCartney? You don't want to listen to that, like Buddy Guy. Another, that's another dude. Eighty three years young, still killing mm-hmm. it. 
still crushing it, still walking out with a polka dot Fender Stratocaster, there it is. wearing a matching polka dot shirt, and killing it. But nobody wants to talk about the new record. Unbelievable. They want to talk about what he did, like, you know, in 1974, 1977. They want to talk about the old stuff, but, like, really? Like, you, you, it's you the, have the, to, the you dude have to. right you there. Like, like, why wouldn't you want to listen to the new stuff? It's it's just it's so it's so it's so frustrating to just ah. It's sort of like I bought an '88 Corvette back in back in July. <laughs> yes, you did. I did. Not a very good Hang on, fiscally responsible pick, decision. Let me just pick that up. This Corvette name you yeah, just yeah. dropped there. But uh, <laughs> but but I say that to say you know it's, it's an '88 Corvette. You know it's not the fastest or the newest or the nicest looking. But you can't get to the new C8 without going through the C4. Right. You know, so sort of with music, like you can't have what's current without going backwards. And, Absolutely. And, and looking at those building blocks, you know. So it's, it's, it's like you have to respect the roots, whatever and wherever they are. Right. But like you know? but these, these, these artists that have been around for since time immemorial and they're still producing new music and no one gives a shit about the new stuff. They just want to keep listening to Eleanor Rigby because like, yeah, that's a great song. You know, but, you know, I was 14, and I don't really think about killing myself anymore. So what do you got now, Paul? I want to <laughs> hear new Paul McCartney. Right. And I feel like I'm like, like I feel like people like people like me that want to listen to new music from artists that I grew up with are in the, are in the minority. You know, it's like it's like when Led Zeppelin came out with with Houses of the Holy and everyone's like, meh. And it was like it was like this this great divide of like those either like the, the the jerks that were like oh one through four that was the best now they sold out you know because like really you want you want that guy to you want you want Led Zeppelin to just just sound like right. those first you, four you albums want, I feel or like you want them to grow and evolve right ultimately you want to see the evolution of an yeah. artist I feel like 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 the only guy that like really like I could, but in, to be fair that's hard to do. Yeah, well, I it is, like. but like I feel like the only guy in recent memory that's been able to like evolve his sound and get away with it is Dave Grohl. That's fair to say. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like seriously, he, because he, I feel he, like he could crap in a plastic bag <laughs> and record the sound, and everyone's like, "Brilliant! <laughs> Cut it! Go record! Go record!" It's a gold record, and it's gonna be a gold record because the because the, the label's gonna get behind him, and they're gonna sell him crap in a, in a bag. Because he's found a way to bridge the gap between where he's been and where he's going. He's also one of those people that just no one says no to. He got Paul McCartney to play in his band. That's like, really cool. Nobody says no to Dave Grohl, <laughs> and that's a, a, like an amazing place to be. And he's 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 cool. He's I like great. Dave Grohl. He's also a great father. Yeah, and I love a drinker. <laughs> Think about it. Like he's been able to fall off stage and break bones several times to continue the show and keep drinking. Like that's, you know, is, is anyone really gonna feel that good forever? You know. I see what you did. I see you. Yeah. I see you, Nick. The only thing I'll ever ask of you. You got promise not to stop, stop when, when I, I say. say show's over. Is it? Are you we another, there yet? You got another confession to make? Are we there yet? <laughs> Please, Dave, don't yell it. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that meme. I got another confession to make. Dave, you don't, <laughs> don't gotta yell. To <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, where do you see yourself? Uh, where, like, what's the what's the next step for PDBrody.com? What's the next step for PD Brody? <laughs> um. Well, I've I've started the writing for the next record. Right on. I figure it'll take another year. You know, it took us yeah. about a year from start to finish. Maybe maybe a little bit longer. Uh, I have plenty of CDs maybe less. to hold me over. I'll, I'll be releasing some singles for sure. Okay, um, but as far as a big record, you know, I, I I feel like I feel like you know cranking out EPs. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm torn with what I want to do, but I think ultimately my heart lies in putting out like another full length record, and I want to really put the time into it and uh-huh. kind of develop my sound again, like we were talking about. Because right. uh, New Roads, my first record that I put out last year, my first full length record. You know, I kind of had a lot of different sounds going. I had like a rock thing, an Americana thing, a a folk thing, a country thing. I couldn't really hone in on like my my voice and my style. Um, so the next one's gonna have more of a uniform vibe to it, mm. whatever that is. I'm not sure. I, I, what I've, it is uh, I've, I've I still have I have I have your <clears throat> your last your last album. Uh, I stole it from you. I never did pay you for it. <laughs> uh, for, all, for all you've done, all you've done for me, I guess. But, uh, 
But um, all the gigs but, you've got me, you've, but you've paid it's it still off. it is still in my CD player. Like I have a, like uh. a, like a, I have a like different cartridges. Like a, I still have like an old a school changer CD changer six, six, nice. CD changer in my in my bedroom. I'm on this. I'm in one one and of the you're six, you're man. in you're in cartridge two. Hey, and I and I and I listen to it quite often. Thank but you. one of the cool. things I one of the first couple times I was listening to it, my thought was this is really good, but it sounds like an audition. Because you're okay. trying different things. That's fair to say. You're trying, like, yeah. you know, it wasn't not, not not a criticism, right? Not a criticism whatsoever. But I could tell, like you're, you're like, uh, this song is in this style. This is a little more bluesy. This is a little bit more country. This is a little right. pop, you know. So this like that that album kind of felt like an audition. Like you're trying to get Legit. some yeah. people's attention. So if you're able to like you know kind of bottleneck it right. and figure out what your your actual feeling what your actual vibe wants to be right that's and great. i think that's I've, I've got a i've got a better feel for it now because that album you know was years in the making and a lot of different things going on we're being stalked right now whereas uh the next our, our, one our, our good friend sean fairley and his and then one of his bands the city limit hang on a second sean fairley boys i i, I don't mean to interrupt your podcasting well too late you're already doing it I didn't, I didn't ask for this, Nick. What's up, buddy? What's up? How you, you doing? You guys have a legit setup in here. Yeah, not too bad. It's great. Yeah, we even brought a cowbell. No, you didn't. Has it been used yet? Oh, yeah, a few times, a few times. On numerous occasions. Sean Fairley is a fantastic drummer. All right, endorsed by not, Sean Fairley. Not the tallest of drummers, but... Nikita is a fantastic a person, human being, and front man. I'm okay. No, no, he's That's great. a hell of an Don't endorsement. Don't tell you anything otherwise. I'm all right. right. I'm all right. Okay, you guys are all great. Thank you, Sean Fairley. We're gonna cut. Let's this give it up to Sean Fairley. Sean Fairley, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Sean Fairley. Come on, give it up for Sean Fairley, hey. boys and girls. All right. So where where were we? Oh, cut. Your 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 next album. Yeah, it's gonna have a lot more uniform feel feel to right it. Um, you know, a lot of it's more current as far as the things I've gone through and I'm going through and a. I took your advice about letting the girl rip my heart out with a spork. I remember. <laughs> I'm I was so I sorry. Had, I remember. No, 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 no. I had writer's block. I had writer's block for like a year, and I was at one of, one of Nick's open mics, and I'm like, Nick, I don't know. I just I haven't been productive lately. And Nick puts his arm around me and goes, Brody, you gotta you gotta date that girl, and let her rip your heart out with a spork. Oh no! And I did. <laughs> On numerous occasions. You want to sing the blues? <laughs> oh, the blues. Ooh, you, can we talk you, about you that? Gotta, you got to you got to be talking about it from the first person. You we can't do. be like, uh, my, you know, you can't be like, my friend lost his girlfriend. Right. That's not. No, no. It's got to be phrase, first person. Exactly. It, you it's have to. You have to feel that gut stomping feeling yourself to be able to talk about. So, it. I, speaking of talking, about, I need to talk about Memphis. I don't Please know, do. If we have time, go on. No. The, yeah. Yeah. We got Memphis. So, so one of I, I took the soul searching road trip years on, ago. Hang on. You're not at a beer yet, are you? You're out of beer already. I think somebody stole one or two. Well, it wasn't me because I don't drink. But uh, one of the places that I fell I in love with on my travels was Memphis, Tennessee. You know, I lo- all the places I went to were great. I loved Memphis. It's a fun town. You know, and and it's just there's so much history there as 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 far as like where music came from, not just blues and whatnot, but like music itself, like. You know, just, just rooted in the African American traditions. And oh, for gospel sure. Well, like, like you, you think about like you know, you think about the cats that like you know came up from New Orleans. <laughs> it was like they like traveled north mm-hmm. to get away from the sharecropping and the plantations. And like Memphis was one of those first stops. It was like mm-hmm. they'll actually pay you here, right? Yeah. And there's you know, just the first time I went, I remember it was like ear candy walking down Beale Street. It's like you hear something, you follow it into one club. Listen to that for. 10, 15 minutes. Go, you know, go back out in the beal. Hear something else. Follow that. It was the coolest thing in the world, and I just I've debated moving down there on numerous occasions. Mm. Yeah, we've, like we've had that talk had a few that, times. Yeah, I feel like if I were to move somewhere, that, that's where I, where I would, I would move, just because it's it's so groovy and just so much music and history, and not just music history, American history. Oh you know, yeah, the the Civil Rights Museum is blocks down the road. Yeah, uh, Sun Studios is up Union Avenue. Stax American Soul Museum, you know, just all these places. Gibson used to be there, you know, and you could go to all three of those: Stax, uh, Sun, and the Gibson Factory for less than a, t- a ticket to Graceland. 
All three, you can go to all three of those and get a whole scope of music history for, for less sure. than one ticket to Graceland. I've yet to go to Graceland. I don't know if I should or not, but it's expensive. I want to go. Expensive. I, would, like, I feel like I have to at some I, point. I, I want to see it just just, just because I want to go into that room with all the TVs. He's still there. He still lives there. <laughs> He's still there. But it's I just, just the... <laughs> I just want to see because like Elvis had that one room in his house. The jungle room? The, well, the, the room with the, like the, all the TVs. Oh, I don't even know about that. Because he would watch like six TVs at once. Oh, my God. Because he's Elvis and he can. Yeah. Where's uh, he looking for? I, I don't know. He's like a whole home. Mm, well, that's showing no good. <laughs> I Shoot can't. a TV, you know. I can't. <laughs> but it's it's so cool down there, man. And and a lot of the guys who play on Beale have been so good to me last over the last couple of years. I've gotten yeah. to play on Beale Street. Which for a music buff like me and just, you know, get, getting immersed in that history and knowing the names that have played there was huge. And just to say I, I, I'm among them is, is awesome. So if anybody goes to goes to Memphis, like, check it out. Well, F it's Memphis. Really, really this show's about New Jersey musicians well, playing in New Jersey. Tangent, but, Dang but, it. But, but there, there's, something said, <laughs> there's something to be said about going on the no, road there is. and no, there truly is. No, there, no, there truly is. And like, like and I, taking stuff back. My, brought a lot back. In my, in my travels across this country, and like, I, I you know, because you know, I was born and raised right, like you know, in Whippany, right down the road from where we're recording right now. And but I've played all over New York State. I've played down the East Coast. I've played all through Phoenix and like all through like pretty much. I've played all over Arizona and like into Nevada, a little bit of California. Like I've been a, like I've played all these different places to all these different crowds. And there's something about New Jersey that just keeps me coming back. That's absolutely. And the players I want to work with, the players I want to make music with, they're all from New Jersey. And it's not just that they're better than the players that I've met on the road. It's that they get what the hell I'm talking about. Right. And like, it's like we're, it's like we're all spe- like we all we're speak the same, same language of music in New Jersey. And like I can bend a note with Dylan. Like we'll, like because like Dylan and I have played a few shows together. And like I'll bend a note and and he'll like he'll know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. And he'll. He'll bend. He'll he'll on his PRS. He'll just he'll make that note sound like like you know just this hot chunk of butter hit the frying pan. Sing, baby. Yeah, you gotta just make it sing. Gotta make it sizzle. And like it's like he'll just like you know we've had we the we had the show we did we did St. Patrick's Day at Poor Henry's at completely unrehearsed. Completely unprepared and stuck in the middle of the room with no room for the band to play. I had diarrhea. Yeah, and you, <laughs> dude, and you held it together so well. But like, he he pulled solos out that we I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't I wasn't expecting these solos to even happen, and there they were. It was just, it was like and it was like it was like the most perfect thing I'd ever heard. It was like listening to butter hit a hot frying pan. It was just perfect. Just that sizzle and that roll, and that was perfect. So we are like we really are fortunate to be where we're where we are and be from where we are Correct. because we have we have such a unique music scene here that is so uncultivated, right. and it's actually it's, better that right. way. It's it's that not it's not cultivated. We don't have, that we're not Nashville. We're not we don't Memphis. Have a Broadway or a Beale exactly. or Sixth Avenue. We are just these blue collar schmucks. Playing music, we got the whole state. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny too. It's yeah, everyone talks about New York. They just talk about the city. They talk about they don't talk about Tennessee. They talk about Nashville and Memphis. When we talk about New Jersey, they talk about New Jersey. We're just a whole big old garbage dump, and everyone just throws us out. Like no, who cares? But it's true. It's such a hidden gem. We are we are just this, this we, like we are so lucky to be where we are and be from where we are. And that is so much the point. Like one of the biggest points of this show is to talk about guys like you, and guys like Dylan, and guys like me, and people that are way better than me, because the musicians that are from New Jersey are head and shoulders above everybody else in the country. Such a Jersey thing to say. Yeah, yeah. And any such a Jersey thing to say. Anybody from Seattle, fight me. Come fight me. <laughs> Anybody from Los Angeles, 
Come freaking fight me, dude. I don't give just, a shit. The, the one, and the one thing that I've found in a lot of these places, there's a lot of desperation. Yeah. Because it's so saturated. Yeah. You know, but out here, it's having like, played like, in Nashville, it's hard to get paid. Yeah. Unless you're contracted in one of those places on Broadway, it's hard to get paid. Versus here, I don't leave the house if I ain't getting paid. <laughs> and walking away with, you know, some good cash and a meal, you know. Five, five nights a week. Half, half my groceries. That's the biggest thing. Dude, like half my, half my dinners. Like God bless. Like right? it's great. I mean, I, I I think about how many restaurants I work in. That yeah, I I, I could probably make some more money. But, but you get a meal. But I I <laughs> I just I just had prime rib. Uh huh. With you know with a baked potato as and a salad and my drinks are comped. So yeah, I'm okay with 150 bucks, because I'm gonna make 150 bucks the next night and the next night and the next night, and it's like this. It's one of the most after things. It's what brought me back to Jersey when I was living in Arizona. Is nobody in Arizona knows how to pay a musician. Mm -mm. The most I was making, and that's not even a market really. Not not a Phoenix. Not really, but like, but it's it's not a known market because there's no money in the market because Mm -hmm. the most I made was sixty five dollars a night. Oh my god. And they wouldn't pay, they wouldn't feed me. Terrible. They might they might drink me, but they won't feed me. But sixty five bucks a night. Hmm. I was running I was running an open mic at this place that no longer exists called the Thunderbird Roadhouse. It was at sixty seventh Thunderbird Avenue in Phoenix. The like the owner built us a stage because all of a sudden this open mic became a thing and he was making like six, seven thousand dollars on a Wednesday night. There you go. When like he wasn't making that much on a Friday. So he built us a stage. Isn't that cool? And, and, I've oh, had it was some like it was Tuesdays one, here that, dude, it was that one of the biggest the pat, it was one of the biggest pats on the back I've ever had in this racket was Mike built us a stage. And I was so glad to have it. And then I asked him for a raise. I said, Mike, I gotta be making at least a hundred bucks a night. If I'm here and you're making you're making how much on a Wednesday and I like I've seen the receipts like I know you're making right even good just looking money. out you know what's going on you see people stay yeah. and drinking and, and you know like they're money. on there like and they're throwing and they're thing, and they're throwing martini. money in the tip can like right. I'm making more money in the tip can than I'm making off the actual gig mm-hmm. and I said Mike like like I need a bump like you got you got to be giving me a bigger chunk of this and he said no well, just might flat be why, out might be why no. he's not there anymore. Well, <laughs> six months after I moved back to Jersey, six months after my last open mic at the Thunderbird Roadhouse, he shuttered the doors. Mm-hmm. He tried to get another host in, didn't work. And Not everybody can be you, though. I mean, I am okay at what I do. Often imitated, never duplicated. He just, he just was like, he was just. If 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 he was willing to cut me in for more money, I'd still be there. And hmm. I'd be running the most successful open mic in Phoenix, Arizona. Hmm. And I would probably have eaten a bullet by now because I'd still be in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> and fuck that town all day. I, uh. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, boys and girls, if, you, if you've never been there, Phoenix is one of those places like you like the beach, but you hate the ocean. So you go to Phoenix. It's like you like beer, but you love crystal meth. You move oh to Phoenix. Oh, my God. I just uh, it's it's not it's not a fun place. The Hard Rock Cafe in Phoenix, Arizona closes at 10 p.m. Oh my gosh. 10 p.m. That's not Hard Rock. That's like the Hall and Oats. That's like <laughs> I love Hall and Oats. Yeah, but like that's not Hard Rock, right? It's no, like it's not like hard rock. That's it's, adult contemporary. Right? It's is. like Kenny G Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the first song Hall and Oats ever did was um the first track on off of uh, Big Band Boom. Uh, what is it? It's not Baby Come Back, right? Out of Touch. Ah! That's the hardest Good track tune. they ever made. Good tune. Good tune. I hear I hear Daryl's kind of a dick. Is he? I hear. I've always, I've always thought about wanting to do that like live at Daryl's house thing that he's had. I hear he's kind of a dick. Is he? I hear I he's kind of a dick. And I, I, hope, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong. Myself. But I've heard from a few cats that he's kind of a dick. And, like, John, and like, his relationship with John is really strained. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, that's 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 a conversation. Out of my head when you know 
Oh man, this has been fun. Yeah, you good, good times. Thanks. For, I'm I'm good, man. You I, good. I'm good. So we can talk. I can, to, we, we, we I get, can talk we, all night. We get, we get through this. You think you got enough there? I can talk all night. Yeah. Yeah. I know you could. You have any more in the tank? Ask yeah. me some burning questions. <laughs> all lay, right. lay them on me. Which, all right. All right. Have you Fine. killed anyone? Recently, see, there was that. That was time. my next question. <laughs> I, no, you know, actually, actually, trip, my question so on like my next question was, who have you killed that I don't know about? You don't know about? That's probably a reason you don't know about. So they probably wouldn't miss him very much if you don't know about him. Just curious. I'm just yeah. wondering because, like, I know, I, I, I know about those, <laughs> those, you know, there was those couple of guys. You know, they had, yeah. a, they had it coming. They had it coming. They had it, dude. I took them. I took them. I took them for a he swim. Had it just like you, I took them for you, a swim. They're swimming you, with the fishes. Just like you can only say the n word so many times before something's gonna happen. You know, so like, yeah, they had it coming. <laughs> you know, but who, who have you killed that I don't know I, about? I have not killed. <laughs> <laughs> I've, ki- I've killed a couple burgers and fries. Joke's not both of you. It's me. Oh, <laughs> I'm God. Ghost. Ghost, 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 ghost. Here, hit this. Now, I'm a, you know as well as I do, I, could, I couldn't afford bail. I keep it pretty, pretty low-key. So. I couldn't afford bail. I had to call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I was arrested. I, I got arrested once when I was like, what was I, 19? But, uh, haven't been arrested yet, knock on wood. Nah, you're, you're young yet. I'll get there. Young a couple, a couple speeding tickets on the road. It'll happen. It's bad. It'll a happen. Lot of fun. It'll happen. I was, uh, I, I was in, I was touring through Texas a couple years ago, and I was following my buddy to a gig, and he got on on the freeway, and there's something that's like Tex Pass or something. Yeah. I don't have Tex Pass. Yeah, that's like their easy pass. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, so you know, we get to the gig. I'm like, Sean, like, you know, what, you know, how much is it? Well, you know, what do I do? Do they bill me? And he goes, yeah, they'll bill you. They won't, like, prosecute you if you don't pay it. But next time you come through Texas and you get pulled over and you haven't paid it, you might be considered a felon. What? And there was a part of me, because I was single at that point in time, that didn't want to pay it because women like a dangerous man. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm wanted in the state of Texas. Yeah, there's, I, <laughs> What'd I, you do? I'll tell I'm you, a bad yes. man. <laughs> yeah, I blew through a... I blew through a toll booth. She don't need to know that. She doesn't need to know. Just, just there's, Brody. There's way cooler ways to get. What street do you crap. think that old slowpoke Texas is gonna <laughs> catch up with us? <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a shot. No, I did pay it though. They so. won't extradite. No, they won't extradite. Yeah. They will ask you to. They will ask you to leave. I can tell you, like from first, <laughs> from first, personal first, experience. First experience. I've been asked to leave Texas and never come back. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And now my brother, it's funny, because, like, my brother lives in Texas now. And he's like, you got to come. I live in Pflugerville. It's right outside of Austin. Come yeah. come, come down there. And he's like, you. There's, there's some good donuts around. Music around. City America. Like, Pflugerville? It, yeah. Pflugerville. And, and it better, it starts with a P. Yeah. yeah. Just to fuck with you extra. <laughs> like, yeah. Pflugerville. Pflugerville. But uh, yeah, he's like, hey, and, like, and it's funny, like, he's... He's the one family member that, that I have that didn't become a musician. He's a retired colonel in the United States Army. And uh, he's working for some private sector nonsense business thing. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. He, he, he secretly kills people. I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I'm right next to Austin. It's where all the musicians are. Come get gigs. I'm like, just... I'm like, no. I heard it's changed a lot when I was down there. It's dude, like it's just like Memphis. Like you gotta work six gigs a day to turn a buck. Right. Well well that and then I, I, I met a friend from Memphis. She was going to the conference I was going mm-hmm. to as well, and we kinda hung out and she was staying with a woman who was a local. And the woman said like the whole scene, because like Sixth Ave is is their hub. That's like their their Sixth Street. Sixth Street. Mm-hmm. Sixth Street. Dirty six. Thirty six. It was pretty it was pretty Thank dirty. You, Trevor. It was pretty dirty. But uh she was saying the the woman that my friend was staying with. Uh, she was saying like it's changed. Like it used to be like writers and acoustic people, and like, and now it's like super loud covers and stuff. And I, I didn't really care for it as hmm. much as I thought I would. Um, Sixth Street. There was a really cool little That's spot funny. called the Rainy Street District, which was kind of this eclectic little quiet, low key kind of neighborhood in Austin. That was cool. And I'm glad and I'm 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 glad we ventured down there and I saw that mm-hmm. because if 6th Street was all I saw like it, it it wasn't great. I didn't I wasn't really for it. So Well, it, it's funny like it's funny like like 
you funny how you say like they're they're looking for covers down there now. Like, like it's all covered and loud. We're and see, like we're seeing the shift come come around differently this way here. The, right. And I was I was talking to Dylan about this earlier. Like when I first started doing open mics around here, and I like when I first moved back from Arizona, all the bars I was working at, working in were like covers, 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 covers. And over the past few months, I've noticed that, like there's been this like shift of like what else you got? Right. And I'm like happy to oblige. I'm like so glad that they're asking. Like, That's good. You want it? Oh, you want originals? Oh shit, man! The <laughs> fuck didn't you say so? I've never, Gladly. I've never, I've never had the pressure of them saying like, no, you can't play originals. I've had like, you know, our crowd typically likes. Well, Tom no, Hattie, I, I, it's, da, 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 it's, it's da, da. never been a pressure like don't play originals. And but it's of, like it's like you, you look at your crowd, you gauge right, you your read crowd, it, right. you read the crowd, and, and I guess they, out, like, they trust yes. they trust me enough to know what to play. Yeah, and if, if if I feel like a room is down for it, I'll throw one of my originals in in there. Yeah, you know, and, if, if and people are listening, likewise, and, and like, I've gotten requests for originals lately. Which, yeah, which is cool. It's great. It feels really good, and doesn't then, it? And like, then I've had I've had the same same gig at the same place, you know, a month or so later. And you know, same guy would be and like, "Hey, play, again. play such and such again. off your record, Brody." And it's like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Yeah, to have that, your own that, song that requested. With me. I, like, I, is I, really I, cool. I have, I have, I have these steady gigs throughout the summer and the and the, and the fall down at the Inlet Cafe in Atlantic Highlands. And my last gig down there, I played uh, an original song that I haven't done in a long, long time. The song I wrote uh, many years ago called "On the Run," um, and it's just like I don't know. I just felt like playing it. I, and I, I felt like I was at this point where, like, I had the crowd and they were all listening and, like, paying attention. Yeah. I'm like, wow, wow, I got them all. So I started playing the song. And then the owners come up to me at, when I'm at set break. And they're like, wow, we really like that song. And then I went and played there again a couple weeks later. And, and like, I'm, like, three songs into the first set. And owner and the manager walking out like play play that song from last time nice. play that song from last time play, we like that song so I played like I played that song and I played a few other songs that I have that I haven't done in a long long time yeah. and it felt so nice but like I was I was I was I was talking to Don about this uh, earlier tonight um, about how we've had this really nice shift in the music scene in New Jersey because for the longest time it was covers exclusively like you do covers or you fuck off right and we've kind of come to this point where we're getting to this touring point where right. like you, yeah I do covers and and you know but show us what you got give, give, what's your story give, give Karen her her three Bruce Springsteen songs <laughs> give Kevin his his four fucking songs that he wants to hear and needs to hear he's gotta hear John Mellencamp you what know about Chad Kim, God, God oh, forbid! They, God forbid they want wagon wheel. God forbid Chad wants wagon Dude, wheel. Dude, no, no. You know I roll on wagon wheel. That's at least twenty dollars in the tip case. At least twenty. Oh yeah, you charge more. Oh, dude, that's at least one hundred. At least one hundred. One hundred eighty. I got to up my game. Buck eighty, dude. I had uh, a there one, was one gig I had. They I passed had a, around. I had a lady put two bucks in my tip can and say, "I want wagon wheel." Like, honey, you're you're, <laughs> you're batting up the wrong tree. You're here, way under budget. You're... Are you trying to sneak a sunrise past a rooster? Because it, it ain't happening. I had a gig once. Somebody, somebody wanted Wagon Wheel, and I said, hey, you got you to gotta pass around the collection plate. So What's I'm playing the... a couple songs, and I, I see a hat going around the bar. For, and people are for fucking money. Wagon Wheel. So, I, so the hat gets back to me like three songs later, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's 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 sufficient. <laughs> so, I, so I did it. Yeah, I was a good sport about it. But What's the most money you took for a cover? The most money I took for cover, it was probably that wagon thing. Um, How much? I had well, well no, I had uh, I had a guy come up to me. He was a little little toasty from from drinking, and he goes, uh, he he puts some money in my hand, doesn't open his hand. You know, we're we're kind of holding hands like this. It was a real romantic moment, and he's like, he, he points across the bar. He's and, and there uh, there was a table, and there was like a, a kid. He was probably nineteen, twenty, and these really gorgeous chicks. And he's like, that's my son over there. And uh, you go over there and, you know, give them, you know, get, see, see what songs they want. And this is yours. And, and, he, and, and we let go. And I look at my hand. There's a $100 bill. I'll play whatever you want. <laughs> so I go over there and, you know, I, I buy them all, you know, whatever songs they want, you know, to make this kid look good. And, right. You know, because I'm, I'm a team player. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that, hey, that, that's the most money I've made for, that's the most money I've made for, for a tip so, yeah. so far. Yeah, no, for, I, for for one song, I think I, I think I, I I'm pretty sure I've told you my wagon wheel story. 
have you? I was doing this country. I was doing this country club gig, and uh, it was like the opening of the of the tennis club for the spring, and the tent like the pro, the tennis pro, whatever the hell that means. He was a very nice guy. <laughs> but like, what does that mean? I don't, I don't, I don't know what it, like. Better what is, than me. What probably. does it take to be a tennis pro? I guess just like really cool shorts, right? You got to like, be like Serena Williams wear, wear a bodysuit. Oh, dude. No, he looked. He, oh, man. If it was Serena Williams, I would have done it for free. Oh, man. Oh, she my could, God. I'll play ass, her any song she that wants. That ass, though. That She's a good looking lady. Oh, my God. That's such a nice hiney. But um, anyway, so. It's towards the end of the night, and he 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 is to, to preface this. He is he is a southern boy. He's he's a good old boy. He's like from Mississippi, and and he stops me and he's like, "Hi, man, you ain't played wagon wheel yet." Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on playing wagon wheel because like, I fucking hate that song. It's the worst. So he peels out like twenty bucks out of his out of this wad of cash. He peels twenty bucks out and he hands it. He hands it to me. He's like, Play wagon wheel. I'm like, nah, no. Nah. No, so he shows that twenty dollars in my in my shirt pocket, and and then he peels off another hundred, and I'm like, no. <laughs> so he peels off another forty. I'm oh like, man! All right, let <laughs> on down to the land of the cotton, and I started playing That's it for like hundred forty bucks. And like and like and, and everybody went nuts, I, right? I hate I hate that song so bad. It gets everybody rowdy. It does. It does. No, it doesn't. It gets like soccer moms rowdy. And that who, is a fair really aspect. and really. Karen should have been home an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to pay your babysitter? Like, right? Like you're like you're paying me and the nanny now. I was I was driving back from <laughs> like, Cali. I was in New Mexico on I forty, and I I want to say it was either exit two hundred eight or two eighteen. But it was an exit for Wagon Wheel, New Mexico. You're at 208. 208, something yeah. like that, right? So, so I took a picture of the street sign and I posted it to Facebook and I put nightmares for years. <laughs> it's a whole town. It's a fucking wagon. <laughs> There's a town of them. But like, no, like, like fast forward to I got like PTSD from that. Fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to this this past summer, and this lady throws two dollars in my tip can and asks me to play Wagon Wheel, and I like stop playing i was like in the you were mid song i was mid song and she threw two bucks in and said can you play wagon wheel i hate those names and i just i i just i i pumped the brakes hard like i i sent the passenger through the windshield like i hit the brakes so hard like people went through the windshield like i stopped the show and i was like no no sorry that two dollars that's not gonna get you wagon wheel that's not gonna get you wagon wheel and she was like what what's the what? What's my, You're just a like, lowly musician. I'm like, I'm like honey, that, that, that's at least 140 bucks to, for me you to know play. You know what you should do? You should tell them you gotta pay royalties. That's no, a I, legitimate I, thing. No, I just, I, 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 I said, actually, probably legally, I said it's, probably do. I, I said it straight up. I said, honey, it's been two and a half years since I played Wagon Wheel, and I was going for five. <laughs> so I'm not doing it for two bucks. <laughs> I always and she got all like offended and like walked away like you know she 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 picked up her kid and like walked out chugging a pitcher of sangria because she was a mom making really good decisions. So know. what time <laughs> do you start this show? Four o'clock. Oh, okay. in the afternoon, <laughs> and she's and she walked in. So it's drunk. not ten o'clock. Eight. No, 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 no. This is like <laughs> this. This was a woman that was like like she started her day making bad decisions by bringing her child. To a bar, and then and then thought two bucks was going to get her wagon wheel. And I'm like, ah, it's like you're 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 just you're just not good at life. Oh, you're not good at this. You're not good at of, life. Sense of entitlement. You're just not doing this. Yeah, no. Like these are these like I'm just watching her white people problems happen all around her, <laughs> and like I wanted no part of it. I wanted no part yeah. of any of her white people problems, and I want I just I could not be bothered with wagon wheel. Not for, not, for, not, for bucks, not for two dollars. Not for two dollars. I always preface it like if there's something you want to hear, plug the jukebox, and I kind of like motion toward my tip case. You know, I, I, I and I kind of learned that from the guys on Beal. Yeah, because a lot of them well, don't I'll, have a guarantee. I'll, I'll always say like I love it. I I love to do requests, especially if I know the song. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I say if I and know, then like, I'll play like, it. like 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 just last night at, at, at Krabby's, like that lady that was like all like she's ballsy even Dave Matthews band. <laughs> she loved Dave Matthews band. She's asking like she was asking you, can you play Crash? And you're like, I don't know. Like, I I I can't. 
Like I, I'm sure I could if I listened to it three I times. Yeah, I could play like the ding, 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 ding. But like, yeah, like I could fake it. You know, it's worth like four bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't like 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 you know. You ever like, get those people who like just keep on well, requesting really, like, well, like you really don't know me off for and like, like and like I don't know. Like, I think we talked about this a week ago, but like Eddie Money passed away. Right. And the night after Eddie Money passed away, I'm playing this gig, and I had or five. It was like the day of or something, like, right? Like, like the, the day after the day Eddie after. Money passed away, and like dudes were walking up, dude, Eddie Money just died. Yeah, I know. I'm really sad about that. You don't need any money? No. Why not? Like, <laughs> sorry, I had ten hours. Like you're slacking, wow. like, Nick. Nick, you'll know this. I will also not mention names to uh, protect the uh, innocents. But uh, we were doing the jam, and the same thing happened to us, too. They are like, you know Two Tickets to Paradise? And we're like, no. Where are the chords? It's only three of them. It's like, all right, cool. Tell us what they are. And the, the guy was like, is this? It's like DG and Air or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not hard, it's, but like you don't fucking know it because right. you never played it before. It turns out it's not that. And then this guy, this guy who comes up to us... <laughs> It tells us the wrong information. <laughs> it's us for not doing it the right way. <laughs> Aren't You're you professionals? Up. What the hell, man? We are professionals. Aren't but, you, you professionals? Know, there's like you don't you don't tell your your you know your your, uh, your poetry book publisher that you want uh, you know what? Oh, oh wait, I didn't want the the whole book in italics. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a woman come up to me. Is like, do you know she gave me some obscure cover that like, like she'd been listening to me for like an hour, or so. right? So she knows the kind of vibe that I have, right? She's like, oh, do you know such and such obscure cover? No, I'm sorry, I don't know that. Okay, well then, do you know? And then she gave me another like obscure cover, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't know that one ever. And she gives me one last like third like semi obscure one that like I I might know, but like I'm like, no, I'm sorry. And she like indignantly like. Well, what do you know? Yeah, people get and mad I said, at you. Sit, sit your I'm like, I'm like sit your mom. Down. I know your mom. <laughs> sit your next two hours. I'll show you what I know. Like she had the nerve to be indignant. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, yeah, man. I, it's, you, it's you know what you know what you should ask them next time that happens to you. Do you know how to play it? Yeah, <laughs> you, are you gonna sing it? Yeah, here, <laughs> here. Stuff I and a one, play. and a two, and a three, go. Have, and, and then do you do you get the live karaoke people where they're like where where the no and it's usually the friend right they come up yeah. like my friend my Carter's friend sings Bobby McGee right uh, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like all right well you know I'll come talk to you when I'm on my set break and I go to like meet them for the first time and they are absolutely sloshed either sloshed or want nothing to do with it I've gotten a lot of the ones who are who are bold enough to do it but I, but I I, I like take an analysis of the situation I've gotten, and I'm like it's, you know it's, let so, me, let, so many times it's happened to me we're like <laughs> it's the friend that wants her friend uh-huh. to sing the song right. and her friend wants nothing to do with it and like I had one time this like oh my god I felt so bad cause like her friend made this whole point like you gotta get her to do it you gotta get her to do it so I brought the mic over to the table oh boy and like, <laughs> like I'm, so I'm gonna like I'm playing along <clears throat> And her friend just looks at me and she grabs the mic and she she, she cups the mic. Oh no, that's how and you she know. She goes, she goes, My mother just died. I don't want to do this. I was like mm. I, and like and like so then for the next like seven hours of my life, I felt like the worst human on the planet because I was like full on talk show host Chuck right. Woolery voice, like, hey everybody. Here comes Christina. Christina wants to sing a song. And Christina's just like, I don't want to sing this song. I can't sing this song because my mother just died. And I'm like, oh. Oh, man, dude. Fuck. Like, like, life, like, life stopped right there. And I'm like, oh, my uh. God. Like, I, like I'm going to go home and contemplate suicide because I just ruined this woman's day. Like, Jeez. completely ruined this day because her friend had four kamikazes and thought this is going to bring Karen out of her well, funk. Well, you can't, you can't, it's your friend's <laughs> fault. No, it's the friend's Yeah, fault. but like the in the moment, like, yeah, right. like I know well, it's not my fault, but in that moment, I'm just like, holy shit, I just became the worst person on the planet. 
That's because tough, I'm trying man. to drag. I'm trying to drag this person on stage. Right. You got. You got to serve. All she wants to do is go is, home and is drink her white wine and mourn. Woof. <laughs> like right. That's a tough one, man. Right. Oh my God, this job is so rough. And then again, it's not. And then it's not that rough. Yeah, we don't have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn if we, we don't wake feel up like when it. we want to wake up. Exactly. You, you say know? the butt crack of dawn. Hmm? I, I say the butt crack of dawn. I, 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 I thought I was the only person who said it. No. I, I don't All say right. I don't say yeah. I don't say Bob Crack common ground here. Because I, I, I usually go to bed when the sun's coming up. So so is it really have you really is it is it dawn really? Is it the next I mean I guess it is, but like Well I've I've so, started, so, I've so started, when you go to bed at, at sunrise, do you t- yep. still tell people I'll see you in the morning? No, I because you know I'll, damn well it's gonna be like two in the afternoon. I don't call it dawn, I call it Tony <laughs> Orlando. Uh did you get that? Yeah, where's your I bell, know. man? There, there it is. There it is. As in Tony, Tony Orlando and Don. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you're you're too young for that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Give me a second. We're gonna we're gonna edit this. Oh, hey, it's a jag Make yourself feel better. <laughs> I uh, I've been in this racket way too long, and I just like I don't sleep normal people hours anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, and it's I, I ruining my my health and my life. But I don't give a shit because, like, what am I living for? You live for the music. Yeah, baby, don't hurt me. Yeah, no it's, more. It's an interesting lifestyle, and and it's definitely made certain other aspects. Well, what the fuck else are you hard, gonna do, Brody? It's I, like, I have really, the rest of my what are you life. Gonna do? I have what the rest of my do? life for a four hundred one. Like, what would you? What would you? What were like? What would be the other job you did? I would teach. You would teach. What, I'd go back what, to what, yeah, what, I'd, what I'd, would you teach? Um, not music, ironically. Um, I, 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 I don't know. It's weird. It's it's something like I can do, but it's it's. I feel like I I have. I'm working on articulating it to, to where I can, you know, instruct somebody else. You know, I've I've done some private lessons before, but it's kind of just. I just kind of show people what I know, and I and I didn't take music theory as as much as I probably should have. Likewise, and it was it was really more of just like you know a, re- a repetitive like play it till you could kind of thing and memorizing it Fake as you know and, and and then once i learned chords and whatnot i sort of picked up stuff by ear you know so so you can sit some music in front of me and like i can pick at it for a while and figure it out but mm-hmm. i you can't just throw throw something in front of me and i go you know it's got i kind of got to sit with it and figure it out because I, I don't have that you know quickness with it because i don't have like a super solid music theory background i i i know the basics well, and the basic, I know the I basics know, are I all you enough, need. I know enough to teach the basics. The basics are all you need. You know, and then everything um, else. I know. never took any music theory courses. I I I've, I've been a self-taught <laughs> bullshit like carpetbag and sand like sandbag musician all my life, and people just think I'm good, but I'm not. You know? And it, it's sort of a cross um, disciplinary thing because. Uh, you know, I, I can. I've brought music into my classrooms over the years. You know, as, as opposed to having my kids do, you know, t- taking a textbook and making uh, and um, inference from that text. I'll give mm. them song lyrics, and they're thinking they're getting one over on me because they're listening to music for for forty five minutes. Mm. But they're but, but they're learning. They're like, you know, oh, the song. They don't, they don't know the they're learning. Says, what you're right, making them learn. A thing. You know, uh, the song means such and such because line two stands of fi- line two of the verse says da da da. You know, and they're like, oh, we just get to goof off and listen to Mr. Brody's music all day. You can think that. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> you know, jokes on you, kid. <laughs> well, all <laughs> you know, right, stuff like that. So you know, I'm enjoying it. Well, hey, Brody. We got about four minutes, four and a half minutes left. Did you want to play a song? Sure. Let's go for it. Tilly, you want to grab my guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Boys and girls, to close out the show, an original song from my friend and yours, the one, the only, Mr. Petey Brody. You put on your lipstick in the bathroom mirror I call out goodbye, but you don't seem to hear We're both going out, we're going our separate ways 
And that's how it looks on most Saturdays We haven't had time to be with ourselves We're too busy rushing and the fighting don't help And I felt this distance the last couple times That we left each other alone late at night know that you're out with the girls having fun Washing our troubles down with vodka and rum And I know that lately we've not been okay Baby please don't be giving my kisses away can't seem to find where we made a wrong turn We swear that we'll change, but we can't find the words I get off the stage, no missed calls on my phone And I can't help but figure that's you moving on I know that you're out, but the girl's having fun Washing our troubles down with vodka and rum And I know that lately we've not been okay Baby, please don't be giving my kisses away I can't stand the thought of your lips on another Giving away the love meant for each other Until we can mend all of our broken things Please don't give him something that was just meant for me I know that you're out with the girls having fun Washing our troubles down with vodka and rum and I know that lately we've not been okay Baby, please Don't be giving my kisses away Don't be giving my kisses away Pee Brody, boys and girls. Thank you. Fantastic human being and a fantastic musician. You can check out pvbrody.com. Yep. Also go to nickkeena.com for all the listing of one open mic nights. And, uh, yeah, and don't forget, boys and girls, to go to originalmusicschool.com and call 973-998-8976. For any questions you've got about the Resident Music School. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Good night. Come on.